You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. McGregor versus Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. And DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of UFC has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first round knockout, you walk away with cash. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win by the first round knockout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet a dollar. On McGregor or Poirier to win in a first-round knockout, you win $264. $264. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event fighter to win by a first-round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $264. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Episode 60, Season 2 of Red Wings Rant, brought to you by the Brothers of Discussion and the Hockey Podcast Network, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today we're sitting in the plea section again, that's right, some more impassioned pleas, and today we're going to be talking about a couple of uh, defensive prospects in the 2021 NHL Draft, Brant Clark and Luke Hughes, uh, maybe in the title I have that flipped around. Anywhoozles, what we're talking right now is probably about two guys who won't make it to the pick six. But everything's so wide open. Um, I mean, it, it is it is entirely possible. Uh, the, the first guy we'll take a look at, Luke Hughes. Uh, he he's got the pedigree. Um, he's the thing about Luke though is that um, you, you've got him ranked as number one in some draft rankings. Uh, but he's also fallen as far to 11 on some others. So that's where I, I at least can still make the argument that everything's up in the air. And a lot of people probably listen to this. First comment, he's not going to make it that far. Still, let's get to know Luke a little bit. This will be a little bit of a shorter episode because of that reason. But uh, there, there's still a possibility that he could drop that far. Um, and the other guy too, Brant Clark. I mean, rank number two. <laughs> a lot of draft uh, rankings. Uh, I think as low as he goes is number seven, 
So on the consolidated rankings for elite prospects, I believe Brant is, yes, he is number four. Um, so basically what you're talking about is him being number four on elite prospects uh, consolidated rankings, which again, I always highly recommend you guys go check out the consolidated rankings on elite prospects. Uh, it's the best way to just get everybody's pick, everybody's information in one spot because uh, there's always going to be some fluctuation from player to player. And since we are a podcast that respects the analytic, uh, the analytical mind, that's why I like to take every single mind that's out there, just stuff it into one table and boom, there you go. You get it pooped out right in front of you. Uh, the renderings uh, will be taking Simon Edvinson at number six. Joking. Uh, of course, you guys can check out some of our other episodes. Uh, we've gone deep into Ben Years, uh, William Eklund. Uh, we have talked about Edmondson. We've talked about Jesper Volstad. Of course, uh, with Keith Petrozelli, who is arguably the top goalie prospect heading away from the Red Wings. Did we just to put it in stone that uh, Wallstedt's going to be drafted at number six? Um, talked about that in the last episode. Uh, but there are... Uh, so many different things that are that are going out there, going every which way for every single one of these players. Um, and we always come back to the Anzar Khan question <laughs> from a press conference a couple of weeks ago where uh, Anzar, uh, of course, asked Steve Eiserman, since we all know who's going number one and number two, um, can you give us an idea of what direction or, or you know where you're thinking uh, he'd like to go uh, for this draft? And Steve, uh, of course, said you know who's going number one and number two. And uh, Anzer Khan put out there, Owen Powers, number one, uh, very great possibility. Uh, Simon Edmondson, number two. Um, like I said, Edmondson ranked number six on Elite Prospects ranking. So that right there just goes to show you how crazy these are. And I mean, how many times have we watched an NHL draft and just been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this guy dropped that far. And we're only talking about a few spots here. So somebody gets an idea of one guy being... Uh, a better fit need wise, um, even though needs hard to come by in the NHL draft, uh, but somebody fits that need a little bit better. Could be seeing Brant, could be seeing Luke Hughes drop just a teensy bit. So like I said, uh, let's take a look at Luke. For both defensemen that we're going to discuss today, they both grade out at an A. Uh, for Luke Hughes though, it, and for Brant, it'll be for two different reasons. For Luke, it starts with the skating. Uh, the skating is what is going to absolutely get him a job uh, and get him drafted. Uh, it's something for me that if if he were to drop, he is absolutely a consideration at that number six spot. And I say drop based on the Elite Prospects Consolidated Ranking, where he is currently ranked number five, which, uh, again, would suggest that he's going to be out the door before uh, we do get a chance uh, before we do get a chance to sniff that uh, that opportunity. Uh, but we've talked about it before. We've talked about the opportunity to pick up some of these top ranking prospects if they were to drop to us. And uh, we got into the conversations on Twitter about the likes of, of William Eklund. I think everybody in the conversation with Owen Power, uh, we almost don't even need to have it because it does feel like he's going number one. But hey, if he dropped to six, absolutely you take him. I'm asking everyone to also consider taking Luke Hughes if he were to drop to number six. And again, you, you talk about a pedigree on, on Luke Hughes and uh, his brother Quinn Hughes, who maybe struggled this season. But what you're looking for is the, the things that you just can't teach. And uh, he's got an amazing ability to skate. And that, that's just one of those things that I, I, I would 
I would at least chalk up to first is just talent. And then you can improve on that ability. And I think there's some space for him to even improve on that skating ability to get even better. But that's where this guy's skating ability is going to get him not only drafted in this top 10 easily, uh, probably in the top five, but it's also going to land him an NHL job a little bit quicker than some of these other prospects. And uh, what I'm talking about is when you could skate that good is, is how you can transition the puck all on your own. And even knowing that you can transition the puck means that you, you're going to be able to pass the puck as well uh, to an open defender. You're going to find more open uh, teammates because you just have that ability to skate. Your opponent's going to know it. And what's important here is that uh, we're taking a look at the elite prospects grading for these cats. So thank you so much, elite prospects. But uh, you've got the, the high grade on skating. But his other high grades are on passing and, and puck handling and hockey sense. So what you're talking about right now is that that guy who has that ability to draw people towards him because he has that high skating ability, but he's also going to be able to make that good second choice. You know, what's the plan B if the skating option isn't going to work? And that's where you see all these things start to come together. Uh, the first thing that, uh, you know, I think people are going to compare him to is, is going to be his brother, Quinn. And uh, it's safe to say that you're not getting a top two defenseman uh, if you're picking Luke Hughes. But again, I don't think a lot of people are looking at this draft, uh, especially in the top 10. You're basically rolling the dice. You're crossing your fingers that you're going to get an elite guy here, but pretty much you're getting a solid player. So if you're looking at all these solid players that you you, you want to pick up, if you're talking about the Red Wings, who right now have Philip Peronic pretty, you know, I would say tied in there for a while, uh, even though he's a restricted free agent right now, more insider figures to be in that top four for a very long time, hopefully top two. Can uh, can you identify a, a space for another defenseman that uh, could fit a particular style? That's that's Luke Hughes, who could be that skating defenseman uh, that you could use, uh, obviously, with a power play that struggled for a while to get that puck into the zone. But really, just a team that has struggled to exit the zone and enter the offensive zone. That's where Luke can be that answer. And while we've seen uh, from the statistics coming from the SHL, um, and from Philip Peronic's play, but the SHL for more insider that there, there is, you know, going to be two strong options. Why not get a third and get it on a guy who's just using that God given talent to skate to do so. I, I, again, um, you know, the, the caution here and, and you, you, you want to talk about how we're, we're not necessarily looking at this guy to be a top two defenseman. Um, you take a look at the shooting score that I have posted right now from Elite Prospects. It's a four. You don't really, I, to me, once you see a low score, uh, you know, maybe a middling score for something like that, you're almost just lucking into somebody that could figure it out, I would say. Uh, at this point, if you can shoot, you can shoot. And that goes back to things that uh, Iserman said in the, in the middle of the season where he was asking uh, his coaching staff and he was asking his players to focus on the defensive side because he said that stuff's all instinct. So what we're looking at is a guy that's going to be a playmaker. Um, by all accounts, he's extremely creative. But most importantly, he can skate. So Luke Hughes, absolutely Give him that consideration at the number six spot. So the other defenseman we want to talk about today is Brent Clark. Uh, like we already mentioned, uh, even though Luke Hughes does have a number one ranking uh, among 
all of the, I would say, most prestigious draft prospect ranking tables, what have you. Uh, Brant Clark doesn't have a one, but he's got a lot of twos, and that puts him uh, as projected to go at the number two spot. Uh, and then, of course, as we mentioned before, the Elite Prospects Consolidated Ranking has him at number four. So if we go by that consolidated ranking, we're going to have to see Brant Clark drop two spots to land at number six, again, based off that. Uh, but what are, you, what are you getting for Brant Clark? And, and again, this is something I think a lot of people would look at Brant Clark dropping to number six. And uh, you'd be crazy not to com- you know, consider this as, as your pick at number six. And uh, with so many holes in the Red Wings uh, lineup from top to bottom, and, you know, especially where, where you're looking at this draft to pick up a solid guy to fit somewhere in your middle six on the forward side, and you're hoping to land, um, you know, you'd be lucky to land somebody in that top two, but hopefully in that top four for your defenseman. Uh, I think Brant Clark works because you're getting a solid two-way defender um, by, by his own account and uh, by others who have seen him play uh, a lot of games uh, in the OHL and uh, in Slovakia this year. This is somebody that has a lot of offensive upside. And uh, the thing of it is, is that his skating, as we talked about with um, Luke Hughes, is, is not quite as high. Uh, he's got a five, where, of course, we just talked about Luke Hughes has a seven, and that's his difference maker. Uh, Brant Clark with a five, where you're going to see the difference with Brant Clark, does go back to the decision-making in his hockey sense, where he's got a seven. His puck handling ability is going to help him set up plays and, of course, hang onto the puck into the offensive zone. And the passing, 6.5. Very high ranking scores here, which of course gets him that A overall score from uh, elite prospects. But ultimately, with with him calling himself a two-way player, you're seeing all of this come from his ability to read the game. Uh, And one of the most important things the Red Wings could get from a guy like Brant Clark is his ability to read the game and to create offense once the puck is in the zone. So he is getting the puck. He is helping move the puck into the zone. But what Brant Clark was able to do in Slovakia was rack up 15 points in 25 games. Think of it is, could have been more. Uh, by all accounts, uh, starting with elite prospects, those first 10 games in Slovakia were a struggle for Brant Clark. And uh, it was just him getting acclimated with the game. But once he started to get that sniff, once he got the blood right in the water, he was a shark and he attacked. And uh, that... that f- <laughs> 15 points for the last 15 games. Uh, If you want to look at it that way, if you struggle for 10, take away 10 off that 25 game list, 15 and 15. We're cheating a little bit here, but that's kind of the argument we're making is that once he could get, uh, I I guess, acclimated with what was going on, get a little bit more familiar with that game over in Slovakia, figure out who his teammates were, get all that worked out. It was going back to the hockey sense and how that can really help out any player fit in any team. Uh, especially with a kid uh, of his age, it's incredible to see the maturity of him figuring that stuff out and then turning it into success while he's over in Slovakia. Now um, he's listed right now uh, at six foot two, 190 pounds. So he's got a little bit more beef uh, than Luke Hughes, who uh, we actually hadn't really gone over, but uh, he's at 176 pounds, but they're both matched at that six foot two uh, spot. Brant isn't necessarily 
the most physical guy in the world, but uh, you can at least see him use some of that physicality to hold on to the puck. And that's what we're talking about here is extending plays, I think is the most important part. Um, and that's what comes with a, a strong hockey sense and, and the puck handling and just a sizable defenseman. He's not going to be the largest defenseman uh, on the ice. Uh, maybe he will at some points, but <laughs> and that's what we're talking about here as a guy who's going to be knowledgeable of what he can actually do with his body, uh, know the right and wrong times to use it, and, uh, of course, create space uh, and continue to hold on to the puck and, and use the physicality when it's, when it's called upon. And I think for all those reasons, uh, that's why you want to draft a guy like Brant Clark. And um, I, I like this note here from Cam Robinson of uh, Elite Prospects. He might not have the same combination of speed and creativity that has bled into Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes' level of impact. But he's no slouch with the puck and the fun end of the rink. Uh, so basically what we're getting at here is he's not going to be able to create with, with speed uh, like you see with uh, Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr. And really what's turning them, uh, you know, even though, like I mentioned, Quinn struggled this year, still a kid. Uh, but what's turning them into like the top defenders in the league, I, I think it, it would be silly uh, for any NHL team to say, okay, there's only one way to draft a defenseman. They have to look like Quinn Hughes or Kale McCarr. I think what the important thing here is that Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes are smart enough to know when to use that speed. And we've seen Quinn struggle when he does make those mistakes. But Kale McCarr, I, I think right now, is turned into the standard uh, because he is making those right choices, and it's what turned him into a Norris Trophy candidate. I think with Brant Clark, the important thing is that the hockey sense is at the same level of competency. So it's not about having the speed or lacking the speed. It's knowing that who you are and being able to use that and turn that into, I'm going to say profitable because I can't think of a better word, but more offense, you know, as opposed to giving up offense and better defense opposed to not having a great uh, defensive uh, game behind you. So I think that's the more important thing. And uh, that's why I like that note from Cam Robinson, because I think ultimately what it does is highlight how important hockey sense is and how important it is when these kids have it and show the maturity to use it the right way. So with that, wrap up this uh, conversation here. Uh, I got to thank everybody for checking us out on uh, on YouTube. If uh, if you could give us the old subscriberoo. Thanks uh, for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you guys are listening now, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, and please uh, make sure you don't miss a show wherever you're listening to us on podcast. Please subscribe. You don't want to miss a thing. Uh, Mike will be joining me again uh, this upcoming week so we can get into some uh, hijinks and uh, some fun. Uh, but for the time being, I, I appreciate everybody uh, hanging around while we discuss some more draft prospects. And, uh, hey, we're almost there. We're getting close. So <laughs> thanks for holding on, everybody, uh, to get some more draft coverage. And uh, hope you're enjoying it. Drop us a line on YouTube. Uh, always hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Twitch as well. Brothers of Discussion will be doing uh, the pro wrestling shows. And, of course, uh, our Red Wing show's there. Uh, so uh, thanks for checking that out as well if you get the chance. Everybody, and DraftKings, thank you for sponsoring. Uh, I bid you adieu.